to this edition of the Ultimate Journey of Self-Care. I am Allison Katzkowski, your host. I am grateful that you have decided to spend some time with me on this Tuesday morning to listen to the latest in self-care. So in this space, I like to refer to self-care as from one of four different angles. One is from the perspective of health and fitness, which is probably the most common one. We also like to look at self-care from the perspective of the thoughts that we think and the beliefs that we believe, because taking care of your mindset is front and central to how we take care of ourselves, because it just drives the decisions that we make. But as an entrepreneur, we also like to look at self-care from a business perspective. So we also like to talk about all things um, self-care related to your business. This can mean marketing. It can mean all kinds of strategies to help you stand out more. And then finally, probably the other most common way that we refer to self-care is from the perspective of listening to somebody's journey. That's why we call this show The Ultimate Journey of Self-Care, because the journey changes as you change. So I'm happy that you're here. I'm grateful for your support. If I'd love for you to help, help us continue to share our message and spread our love around the world. Let's get started. So guess what? I'm super excited to announce that the Ultimate Journey of Self-Care is partnered with Bowie Hydration Products. Bowie is a really cool new invention. How how is it different, first off, from all other hydration products that are out there? Bowie likes to call themselves easy squeezy electrolytes. Let's be honest. Most of the time, if you look out on the market for products that, quote, keep you hydrated, it usually comes in the form of a powder or a pill or a tablet or some type of specific drink. And here's the other thing. There are so many sports drinks out there that are just loaded with sugar and all kinds of extra additives and sweeteners and whatever else. I mean, the FDA literally recommends every American get no more than 26 grams of sugar every day. That's the baseline recommendation. And you can easily eclipse that in one drink. Well, Bowie felt like the alternatives needed to be better. So they've come up with this really cool, squeezable product, if you will. It comes in a really small container, ideal to fit in a purse or a backpack or a fanny pack or somewhere if you're going out on the town, if you're going out for the day. Here's the thing about hydration. Hydration is so much more than just making sure that you get enough water. It's to, it allows your body to literally absorb and maintain electrolytes, nutrients, and all kinds of other things which allow the body to actually function better. This is what makes Bowie so unique and different. One container has 40 servings in it. So you just take one little squeeze and your water, your coffee, your alcoholic beverage of choice, or whatever else you're drinking, and boom, it really helps your body maintain not just hydration, but allows you to retain all those extra nutrients which will allow you to more optimally perform in so many areas of your life. So definitely give it a try. Please head over to justaddbuoy.com. Take advantage of our unique partnership and get a 20% discount on all your purchases by simply using the coupon code capital C, capital U, F-I-T, 20. That's C-U, capital F, and then lowercase I-T, C-U, fit, 20 and take advantage of getting 20% off of all of your purchases. I know that you're going to love it as much as I do. It comes in three different varieties. You can get the regular electrolyte, uh, which is a a small blue container. You can also get one easy buoy immunity and buoy energy. Try all of them. You can also find them in CVS drugstores nationwide, but definitely go to their site and take advantage of our exclusive discount and let us know what you think. 
So my guest today is one of my mastermind sisters. Jackie Coat is a visionary leadership coach. Um, she's got a really fascinating story, which is why I knew I had to have her bring her in as a guest. Um, Jackie, thank you so much for joining me today. I'm so glad to be here, Allison. Super excited to be part of this with you. Yay, I'm glad that you're here too. So so just to give my just to give those of you in my audience just a little bit of background, um, Jackie sort of is sort of in her second career. She ha- has had a really interesting career in the restaurant industry of all places and really kind of figured out later in her life how important it was for her to make self-care a priority. So I'm going to let her talk a little bit about, you know, about, about that. Somehow, you know, after I went to college for four years for teaching and I and I thought that's what I was going to be doing for my life. And I took one year in and I was like, oh, not for me. And the restaurant business is what helped put me through college. Right. So many of us probably relate. We had those jobs that helped finance us to get through. Absolutely. Our life, yep. Right. Yep. Totally. <laughs> um, I had to. But but from day one in that in that business, I was given the keys to be a manager at like the age of 16 to run a bakery, 18 to run the dining hall at the um at the college, I helped manage it, was one of the supervisors. And it just kind of went from there in my blood of just loving that leadership management side of things and helping people, you know, helping people see mm-hmm. that they can do things they couldn't do and all that other stuff. And so you were really a role business, model from the get-go, it sounds like. Yeah, like it, it was it was a nat it was one of the gifts that I know is God's given me is that, that natural ability to see what people can't see, hold that gift of belief up for them and help them get mm-hmm. to where they want to go. Um, along that journey. And uh, of course, I've learned how to master that more over the years. But early on, other people recognize that in me. And now I'm able, I have the ability to recognize that in others. And so going through that journey, absolutely, highly of the industry. The challenge is it's a lot of man hours, you know, you're, you're, you're going 10, 12 hours a day, you know, you're, you're always on your feet, you're going, going, going. The last thing that was ever, ever a priority was self-care. So I love to have the podcast about that. <laughs> yeah, I bet. Well, I think, you know, it's like I tell my audience um, a lot, and I, I talk about this a lot, is that we get really good at what we do often. And if something is mm-hmm. kind of in our routine and is and we're used to doing it, we're naturally just going to keep doing it. So to your point, if you were busy managing people and managing a business and making those decisions and, you know, the things that go along with that, you're probably thinking, you know, I'm too busy. I don't have time to do this. I'll just do it when things slow down. Only the the time when things slow down never really happens. No, no, that's time to sleep. That's that's about what you got. And it's not something that's really um, a foundationally supported in that industry either to the point where like, there's not, you know, in the industry we're in, there's constant like self-development and yeah. and support and, and help and, and ideas. But in that industry, it was very much like go, go, go business, uh, numbers, strategy, like stuff like that, you know? Well, so, and then the hours are incredible. I mean, think mm-hmm. of any service industry where you're working with the public directly, you know, retail is the same way. It just, it works against you know, thinking that you could actually, the belief that you could actually have a life, right? Yeah. <clears throat> Routine was non-existent because you'd have mm-hmm. nights, weekends, daytimes. Um, my last part of the career, I did a lot of traveling. So three quarters of the year I was traveling 
to other areas. And so it, it, it puts a, it puts a toll on the body, the mind, the relationship you're in, whatever, it just, your family puts a toll on all of it. Now there's a lot of positives to it, you know, help me become the leader that I am today. It helped me learn so much about Cation and all different like parts of, you know, who I am today, but that time freedom, that, that personal freedom to be able to care for yourself Mm-hmm. Uh, locate like all location freedom like all of that was non-existent in that yeah. area in that, that yeah so I know you said uh, you spent close to you spent close to 30 years in the restaurant and hospitality business is that right yeah since I was 16 wow okay so then so um, let's talk a little bit about you know the little voice in your head that was kind of you know directing you that maybe it was time to think about something else when did you did you just get up one day and say yeah, I'm going to look at doing something else. Or when when did that shift for you? Yeah, that's a great story, actually. Out of that 30 years, 28 of them, I was in the actual operations side. So I was in there being a general manager, district manager, you know, overseeing multiple locations. And my last two years of the industry, right before I decided to go into business for myself, was doing new restaurant openings. So I was in a corporate office job which is so not my wheelhouse. I am not meant to be behind a desk. I'm not meant to be behind, behind a computer. Uh-huh. So I thought, you know, now I live on Zoom, right? Right. But, um, that's a, that's but, the ironic thing, right? It's so ironic how life <laughs> yeah. goes out. And for those two years, it was like fit, trying to fit like a circle peg into a square, you know, or whatever that saying is. And I, um, and I was, I was, I was not happy. Um, I did a lot of traveling, opening up restaurants, and then I did a lot of in the corporate office side of things. So what was missing was I was no longer like with people. And the reason I tell you that story is that eventually that company ended up letting me go because they merged with another company, didn't have enough spots for everybody. And they, for the first time in my life, I was told that I was not performing. I needed a needs improvement. You know, I wasn't performing. So they let those kind of people go and I was like the first time in 30 years I've ever been told that but here's the beauty of it like that moment after two years of not two months before that I had started coaching schooling like getting my life certificate my health certificate to help coach people in these areas of life not realizing I've been coaching for 30 years totally didn't even put the two together yeah six months in and them letting me go was the best absolute best thing that's happened to me in my life for where I am today, because I would never have left what was comfortable. I never would have Isn't left. Isn't that funny how that always happens? Sometimes, oh we my gosh, like the worst, what we think is the worst thing that's happening to us, and yeah, into the absolute best thing that could have happened to us. Absolutely, and I remember the weight that felt like it got lifted off my shoulders when they let me go that day, and I walked out. And of course, yeah, there's some emotions. I'm losing my six figure job, and I don't have anything lined up, but. The, the honesty in that industry is you're, you get hired in a heartbeat. Like if you're like a piece of meat <laughs> when you leave yeah, so many companies, everybody's like, I got three offers in like two weeks making the same money or more. Um, but you know, when you say people get put into your life for a reason, it's uh-huh. like this guy that used to work with me from another company went to a different company and I ended up interviewing with that company and he got on the phone with me. He's like, Oh my gosh. She's like, Jackie, you know, I would, I, I don't have to interview you. I already know you. I would hire you in a heartbeat. But I got to ask you a question. He goes, what do you really want to do? And he asked me that question. And I now, and, and, and for the self-care point is that I just started with the schooling and I started taking care of me. I started reflecting on like, like wow, habits I, and everything, right? Yeah. Like yeah. how am I, like, how am I managing my stress? 
how am I eating my food? I was learning like real basics, like with the company that I trained with. And <clears throat> like, even just how long does it take you to eat a meal? Like in the restaurant industry, it took us three minutes to eat a meal. It's, a, it's supposed to be a 20 minute meal. And yeah. that's self care, like how you eat your food and who you're being when you're eating. And isn't that how funny? You're breathing is all part of self care. And all of that was oblivious to it. Yeah. And so, well, I mean, I again, to my point, to what I was saying earlier, it, it's about we get good at what we do often. You know, we mm-hmm. don't we don't really question it. We just assume we just assume it to be factual. You know, like you're re- like, you know, like our colleague Liz says, like we're reading the news. You know, it's like it's just like it's it's just gospel. You know, we don't question it. So it's interesting that something as simple as eating, you're sitting there thinking, oh, my gosh, I can do this different. Yeah, I, I was. It was funny, like. I was not the person that I would tell you that was going to be a health coach, right? Uh-huh. That wasn't in my realm at the time. I was not caring for my body. I was not taking care of myself. Um, I wasn't present in my relationship because of the job I had just burnt me out. Like, 100%. Yeah. And when they were, they were teaching us these things, I'm like, this is like, if this is basic to me, like, I can't imagine how many people are doing the same thing. Like, this right. is so simple. Right. Like, breathing before you eat. Like taking yeah. three deep breaths. Yeah. What? Like breathing? Or, or setting an intention <laughs> every day. Or, you know, yeah. we're just, we're almost robotic sometimes because we do the same things. Yeah. It's kind of like driving your car and you don't know how you got somewhere. You know, like yeah. when you get somewhere and you're like, how did I get here? You don't remember driving. <laughs> you do it so often. That's like, or, or like you, that's or you tell I yourself in life at that point. Right. Or you tell yourself. Or I'm going to stop at the store on my way. And then you never stop at the store because you're so used to going the same way. And you're like, oh, yeah, to stop and I didn't <laughs> think about it. Right. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, <clears throat> and so at that point between when that guy asked me that question and I started talking about like the possibilities with the coaching side of things and he's like, great. He goes, he basically said, you know, come back to me in a year. Cause I told him I had a year's worth of money that I could live on. <clears throat> he goes, come back to me in a year. He goes, and if you don't have, if it doesn't work out, I'll hire you. And I was like, that guy gave me permission to move on and start taking care of me, start doing what I want to do for me. And and that really, I took six months. Allison, I've never taken time off from work since I was 16. I uh-huh. took six months off and just focused on my health, my mental, my, like you said, mentioned earlier, the mindset, my mindset, oh, yeah. my, health, my uh-huh. fitness, my all of that. I wasn't even focused on building the business quite yet. Cause I just, I got to heal myself. I was not right. in a good place. Um, well, you know, so, I think, I think we can get to a certain point in our lives where, you know, we have to ask ourselves, what am I doing and what am I doing this for? Mm-hmm. You know, and if at the end of the day, you know, I don't think anyone gets to, you know, 30 or 40 years into a career and then, you know, says, dang, I wish I'd worked more. I wish I'd worked harder <laughs> for days at the office or whatever, you know? I mean, you know, I grew up, the house that I grew up in, neither one of my parents really had anything. My dad put himself through school and is a retired physician now. But the mm-hmm. I heard most of my childhood was if you don't work hard, you won't get anywhere. So mm-hmm. you get that, you get used to playing that story in your head. And don't get me wrong, I, I still believe in a good, strong work ethic, just like I know you do. But but I think that we can take that to an extreme to the point where we miss so many other things. Yeah, we start to wear the hours per day as a badge of honor. Mm-hmm. Like exactly. How hard, how long and how hard we push and, and work determines our 
value and success in the world, which is so not true. Well, and we also, I think, for those of us that are, are consider that consider ourselves a little bit on the overachiever side, or even for mm-hmm. those that really value achievement, and I'm not saying that most people don't value achievement, but I do think that there's a very small percentage of people that use achievement as a as a main driver in their life. And I know I'm one of those people, and I know you are too. And I think it's not a bad thing to be like that, but just like anything else, there can be a shadow side to that too, to the point where you know, we we almost get satisfaction from how much more can we fit in and how much more can we do almost mm-hmm. where we don't pay attention to ourselves the way that we think we should. Yeah, that actually brings up a funny story about when I started in the journey, like, so I took six months off for myself and then I hired my one-on-one coach. And about six months in, I was like, I was that person, like you just said, like I, had, I filled every gap of my schedule. Like there's a hole here. I got to do something in it. Like I got to yeah. like talk yeah. to somebody. I got to like market. I got to do that. I was filling every hole possible. And I was not <clears throat> producing the results that like I was hoping to produce from being th- working this hard, quote unquote, yeah. right? And she's like, okay, she challenged me to the next month to do nothing, like add nothing else to the schedule. And as things cleared up and I was done, don't add anything to it. Just whatever you have on the schedule. And that's that's was, pretty hard to do, <laughs> right? <laughs> I was freaking out inside. And and then it was, and I said, well, what do I do with the time? And she's like, you're just going to take care of you. You're going to do meditation. You're going to go walk. You're going to take like time off. Like you're just going to be with you. Just be right. Mm-hmm. Cause we're in such a be do have society. Like we did. Do we have are society. exactly. Yeah. You have, do you have, do you have, and we forget to be. And so she taught me how to be for that month. And, um, and that all falls into that self care, um, self connection, self love. And then, and I made more money than I ever made that month Yeah, in my business. And then it happened again. She challenged me again. And it was like October, September. She told me to do it for October. And then I did it again in November and December of 2019. And each month just went up and went up. The less yeah, that's, I did, that's, that's no coincidence. No, not at all. I, at the time, I thought it was, right? And I was like, okay, I'll try it again. Why not? It worked the first time, but let's see. You know? Yeah, <laughs> was, yeah. Like, no, I get it. it. Quite like I was newer in the whole understanding of that. And now I'm like, get it and after three yeah. months of that I was like oh I learned okay I get it <laughs> yeah isn't that funny so mm-hmm. during that time what were you challenging yourself to think and and to think and believe because you know here here you are coming off of used to filling every single hour to use your words you know every single hole in your calendar because you know you're thinking if I'm busy I'm, I'm busier I'm going to be more productive right Mm -hmm. What really went off in your mind to what was kind of the trigger in your mind to get you to start thinking that you could actually believe that this could really work for you? Three things. One was that I had to be willing to trust myself Mm -hmm. and my higher power. The higher power part was not something that was strong in my life at that time. I believe that I've been on this journey alone my whole life and that I, I, I was the I, epitome of the I got it girl. Like I got it. I've taken care of everything since I was seven. I don't need any help. Like I don't da, 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 da. And you learn to depend on yourself only. hundred percent. And, yeah. and, and, and now looking now, what I learned at that point was surrendering so trusting myself, trusting that I have someone, I have, I have a higher power that supports me, whether it's God, universe, whatever, but I had this power to help me 
And I had to trust that. Like, so there was a lot of leaning in and leaning back, uh-huh. surrendering to the moment. And, you know, that's just not something that comes easy to a lot of people. It's, it's really something that you have to figure out and learn. And that's a process. You have to be willing to try yes. and, and experience it and go into the unknown. Um, and the third part was the willingness, openness to receive. Because I wasn't big. I had to really learn how to receive. When it came to receiving money from clients, when it came to receiving love from my partner, when it came to receiving whatever it was, like I had to be willing to receive because someone who's a who's a a uh, recovering I got it girl <laughs> uh-huh. is like I I don't I don't I don't receive very well. <laughs> like it's like well, I let's got it. I let's let's it. let's talk about that for a minute. Um, what what do you think? I mean, let's 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 go back to who you used to be. What did mm-hmm. Version of you think and believe when it came to receiving. I mean, you were obviously like working your butt off, you know, in your job and in your in your business, filling up your calendar and all that. So you didn't have any problem receiving that. So what what shifted to make you look at it different? So funny funny realization that came up at that time when my coaches my coach was working with me. There was this, I would do lots of time, like, um, you know, discovery calls or vision calls, whatever people call them. Like, uh-huh. And I'd sit with people and I'd do these amazing, they'd have amazing breakthroughs in the 60 minute session. And it would be like, oh, it'd be magical. And they'd be like crying and raving and da, 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 da. And I'd be like, okay, have a great day. And I wasn't offering anybody to work with me. I wasn't really like going there. And, and, and what it came down to, the reason I tell you that is it boils down to the fact that if they gave me money they were helping me and I don't need help because I'm okay. I, I ah, don't need anybody's help. Okay. And I literally was like blocking money from coming in at the time because I was, I was so stuck on the fact that I got to do this alone because my mom passed when I was five and I have older siblings, five other older siblings, and they all were doing their own thing. So there was very much throughout those years from seven till, you know, 16, I was pretty much making all my own decisions figuring out how to wash my laundry, cook my food. Um, dad you basically, hours, you basically came to depend on yourself only. Yeah. And, and, and don't get me wrong. I have an amazing loving father and like an amazing stepmom that came in my life later on in life. And, and I've been blessed with many things, but I definitely had to learn how to do it all on my own for many, many No, years. I understand that. So that makes Paying that... for college, paying for car, paying for all the things that I wanted. Right. Uh-huh. So at that point, it was like, no, 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 I don't need your help. Like, I got this. Well, um, okay, if I don't take money, I can't have a business and I can't help you. Like, I can't serve people if I don't receive, I'm not willing well, to but receive. It's, it's, like, it's like the whole argument that, that we hear people say, and I know you can relate to this, is, you know, people that say, um, well, you know, I, doing something for myself is selfish. Doing, putting my yeah. first means that I'm self-centered. And, and you know, my rebuttal to that is always, uh, no, it's not. But if you don't take care of yourself, there's no way that you can take care of the other people and the other things in your life that are super, super important to you. Yes. Yes. Self-care is not selfish. It's selfless. Yes. If you don't do it, the people, people around you don't get the best version of you. Well, you it's never be the, it's also the how you're the, of the highest service to yourself and to other people. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So, and that was, and I, I felt like I was always this giving and I, and I was, you know, I always had the positive giving, loving intention kind of human, 
um, which I think, you know, most are, it's just that I didn't, I didn't see the benefit of taking care of myself first. I didn't like understand that concept. Yeah. And that was when, once I started doing it, like legitimately, I had a conversation with my, my boyfriend at the time, because we were kind of on the rocks at the time that this all transitioning was happening. And I said, all right, listen, I was like, you're going to do you, I'm going to do me. And if we're still standing in the end, and this came to me doing me like self-care wise, like time. And, and, and he, he didn't hold me back from that whatsoever. It was my, all my own yeah. choices and decisions and everything. I take full responsibility for that. But in that moment, when that, when I made that change for myself to, to completely focus on me and, and do everything I needed to take of me, our relationship got better. My business started to build. My friendships got better. All of it, like mm-hmm. all of it improved when I focused on me. Well, but here's the other, here's the other, you know, dark, it's kind of a, a dark side of it really is, is that, you know, the way that you see yourself, other people notice that too. And if, if say you're interviewing for a job or you're interviewing, you know, not interviewing, but like having a discussion with a client or a prospect or doing a presentation or whatever, and you come across as this person that does not value yourself then everything that you see in your world is going to be a reflection of that. So, you know, it's important to, you know, put yourself, not really put yourself on a pedestal. That's not really what I'm saying because that pedestal can fall too, but, but putting yourself in a position where you demonstrate and embody the fact that you are your number one asset and your biggest fan. And if you do, then other people will respond to that in a completely different way. Yeah, that's a that's a conversation that I know you've probably had have had with a lot of the moms that I work with. It's like when when they do that, their their kids are a reflection. They start to reflect what it is that they're doing. Exactly. And the kids improve, the conversations improve, the connections improve when you improve your own personal. Well, because life. if like I mean said. I mean, let's 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 be real, you know, if if you don't respect yourself, how do you expect other people to do it? Exactly. How do you expect clients to pay you and refer business to you if they don't respect you? Mm-hmm. you know, it's just, that's the bottom line. So, I mean, you, by, by deciding that you're okay with whatever behavior is going on, you're basically saying that you accept it and it's okay. Yes. And that was actually, I will say the biggest step in self-care for me was the, how I was talking to myself, treating myself, speaking to myself, thinking about myself. Mm-hmm. And I legitimately like that was a I was a that was a, a hardcore focus in the beginning because I realized um, I mean I I don't know if I've shared this with you in the past but I went through an eating disorder um, uh-huh. yeah you that, did that, briefly that process there um, of really focusing on like okay asking myself the question with everything I was doing is this is this treating myself with respect and love is this something that is that is honoring my body, honoring my, my, you know, who I am as a human, yeah. and yada, yada, like all yeah, because underneath, underneath all of it is this, is this, is this, uh, this, it's a lack of self-love. It's a lack of self-acceptance. It's thinking deep down that no matter what happens, you're not going to measure up and you're not going to be good enough. And, and I'll tell you, like, it's a, it's, it's an everyday, it's not a one and done. It's an everyday process of, of improving that and talking about like, and focusing on that and really like of course. making that relationship. But there's little things that help. And I, I just want to share this little tip for your audience. Yeah. Like, just, mm-hmm. 
there's a thing called an anchor and I, and their bracelets and like, everyone has like some kind of meaning to stuff, whether it's like a bra- brace, welcome to my dog, um, <laughs> bracelets. <laughs> um, I had this bracelet that I got that stamped like a self-love on it. And then I had a worthy bracelet and I had a show up and those three bracelets I wore. And then I had this like particular chakra bracelet. And I was like, I was never a jewelry person, but someone introduced the concept to me about anchors and these things anchored me in all day to mm-hmm. break the state every moment. Like I wore them 24 seven, whether they matched my outfit or not. And I 24 seven. Yeah. But what it, it just, every time I would, whether I was going to the fridge to like do an old behavior or whether I was um, thinking about something holding me back from like sharing my gifts with the world, whatever it was like these things anchored me back into what it was. Mm. Well, but it also, what, what, what that's saying to me is that you made it an, you made it a point every single day to make that your intention. And by wearing those words on your wrist, so to speak, in a bracelet, if you will, you know, you, that was your way of setting an intention and ultimately creating a new belief for yourself. Yes, exactly. And uh, just was- simply reminding yourself and speaking, speaking the words, you know, and, and getting into that kind of mantra, if you will, every single day. And that's going to look different for anybody, but you did what worked for you. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's a really good point right there is that like, there's a lot of stuff out there. There's a lot of things, points, ideas, things. Mm-hmm. And, and I say, take what resonates with you and what feels good to you. And that felt good to me at the time, you know, and, and yeah. it still does. I actually still have different ones, whether it's a necklace or something. And I wear something every day that reminds me of my, my mission reminds me of, you know, my, the, my magic of uh-huh. like, who I am and stuff like that. So, well, I think, you know, I think we get to a point and, you know, and social media has not really helped with this, but I think we get to a point and we see, we look around and we start to play the compare game and we see what mm-hmm. people are doing. We see what's working for other people. You know, you don't have to spend five minutes on Facebook or Instagram to see that, you know, and then you think there's no way I'm going to measure up to that. And if you're consistently thinking that, forget even saying it, but if you're consistently thinking it and seeing it, you know, mm-hmm. it, you're allowing yourself to absorb that energy almost on a daily basis. And so you're automatically every day kind of start from behind, start a half a step behind. So mm-hmm. you, know, you want to be very intentional once you find something that really works, you know, and just to remind yourself that, look, I can do, I can make this look the way that is going to serve me the best. You know, forget mm-hmm. for Susie down the street or whatever. I'm going to do what works for me. Exactly, exactly. And and it doesn't have to be it doesn't have to be extravagant or something really big or grandiose, grandiose, whatever. It 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 can be as simple as like you know you see this new book by Mel Robbins with a high five, right? It can still be uh-huh. high fiving yourself in the mirror. Yeah. It can be as simple as when you wake up in the morning, like telling yourself three things you're grateful for, writing them down. Yeah. Yeah. That's the starter for everybody. And one of the things I like to do is I'll, I'll speak right in, right to my bathroom mirror, <laughs> you know, yes. yep, yep. <laughs> like I have my, my mindset ritual that I do in the morning. I usually journal, you know, or, or if I'm practicing like a new belief or whatever, and then I'll just practice speaking it out loud. You know, and my, my dogs have kind of gotten used to me doing it. My husband too. And they're just kind of like, yeah, there she goes again. <laughs> Yeah, right. I mean, it works. So that's what I do. It works for me, you know? Yeah, I actually started the high five habit. And my boyfriend, um, I came down the stairs the other day in the, in the RV. And he was like, did you high five yourself? And I was like, oh, man, I didn't. So I went back upstairs. And I was like, <laughs> I went, like 
Well, and you never know. You also never know when someone else is going to take note of that and be inspired to do something different for themselves. You just don't know when you can be an example for somebody else. And that's one of my core beliefs every single day is that people, people need what I have to offer and people, people reach out to me every day as a result because I, they are watching everything that I'm doing. I'm being, I am someone else's inspiration. That's an, you know, not from a, a standpoint of putting pressure on myself, but just to remind myself to keep being me because by me being me, I'm going to inspire somebody else. Yes. Amen. A hundred percent. Like I, I, I tell that to myself, but the people that I work with, it's like, you don't know who's watching. People are yeah. always watching, listening. What you've done up to this point is still working for you. Yeah. Still out there inspiring. Well, and, and even people. if you're talking or you're working on a project or let's say you're, you know, opening a program or whatever, you know, as much as the, what the virtual world has done for business today, you know, thanks to COVID primarily. But mm-hmm. you know, when you think about that and you think it is so easy to tell yourself that nobody cares. Nobody's listening, Mm -hmm. nobody's buying, you know, nobody's paying attention. You know, it's easy to buy into that mindset when you get used to just looking at what you can actually see with your eyes and and hear with your ears and sense, you know, but it's so important to be, to remind yourself of what it actually is that you really do believe, you know, and and catch yourself when you find yourself saying, oh, well, nobody's going to care anyway. Well, you know, you're choosing to think that just like you can choose to think something else. Yeah, no, I, I, um, I, when I, I haven't, I thought, and I just totally spoiled out. That's <laughs> <laughs> all right. It happens. <laughs> it happens. Tiny object moment, right? <laughs> right, right. Totally. It's like, oh, squirrel, what's over here? Well, I'm sure, I'm sure it'll come to you in a minute. So let's say someone out there is listening and they're really, really resonating with this conversation. Like they're really hearing a lot of themselves and what you and I have talked about but maybe they don't really know where to begin today because I always want people listening to my show to walk away with at least one thing they can start implementing right away. What, what would you, what advice would you give them? The very first thing that helped me to make some steps is actually starting to think like, what do I want? Versus we like to speak in the terms of a very much of like, okay, I don't want to experience this anymore. And I don't want that anymore. And I don't want this. Mm-hmm. And, and just taking a moment and thinking like, what do I really want? Because we tend to want to stay like, like speak from the past that we can't control. We can't change the past. Right. We tend to, we tend to talk a lot about what we don't want versus what we do want. Yeah. And, and the past we can't change the future we cannot control, but we have this third option that we're not really trained or like taught to do. And that's that option of like, what is the vision of the future? I'm big about vision. And that's why, you know, I'm a visionary leadership coach. And I do vision calls because it's the vision of what you desire. And I know that can be hard to start out. It really can be hard to start out for some people. Um, But even just a simple vision of what do you want to be experiencing differently in the moment today? So for me, early on was like, I just didn't want to have heartburn anymore. Okay. Simple things like um, I didn't want to um, feel the stress and tired, like that, that like exhaustion, like I wanted more energy. Right. Mm -hmm. And those simple things um, I started rephrasing into like, I want energy and I want to feel like great in my body. Like, and I started talking about some of those things and then all of a sudden like habits and choices started falling in line with the things that I desired versus the things I no longer wanted. Yeah. Does that, does that make sense? Yeah. It's like, yeah, absolutely. 
But that's interesting. But you bring up a really good point because I think that we forget that that's such a simple thing that we can do because we're so used to, well, you know, I have all this evidence over here of everything that's happened, you know, well, you know, if it, if so, if it weren't like this, I could actually get to where I want to be. And I'm, I'm kind of like, eh, not so much, you know, it's got to start with what you're thinking and what you're really believing and what it is that you really want for yourself. Yeah. And, and we like to, like, like you said, we like to squash that what we want thing because we like to talk about like only what's true, like what we know, yeah. But you know yeah. what? Your brain only knows what you feed it and mm-hmm. it can only work off of the known. So why not create the story that you want to experience and make it known to your brain? So mm-hmm. brain can start functioning on that known. Right. Um, so a really simple one. I'll drop this out there. Really simple for the month of November. Just pick one feeling that you want to bring out throughout November. I like one Ooh, I like that. feeling, just one. And make that your lighthouse whenever you fall into any kind of like, you know, down, uh, fall off the horse, whatever you what terminology you use, go back to that feeling and make that your lighthouse. So do you want more calm in November? Do you want more confidence in November? Do you want more um, uh, joy? Like, mm-hmm. so then you always come back to that one feeling. So mine this month is confidence in the magic that I do for serving people. So confidence is the word, but it's around the magic of the service I do for people. Uh-huh. Um, and how oh, I, I love that. People. I love it. So that's every day, like when I'm having that moment and I'm like, I'm going to come back to that, that lighthouse of that feeling. So yeah, that's so it's like, one. it's like to use your word. That's like your anchor point. That's like, you know, you're yep, exactly for yourself. Yeah. Because it's not about how long, like, like we all fall off the horse, right? Yeah. We all like fall off. But it's how long does it take you to get back on? What's your rebound yeah. time, I like to say. And yeah. so that that feeling or that one, just that one thing, so you don't get overwhelmed, that one thing, it's it it you'll much you'll get back on the horse, you'll rebound much quicker when you have something to focus on, something to anchor into. No, I love that. I love that. That just makes so much sense. And so if anyone out there is listening, I hope you heard that. That was a golden nugget right there. Pick one feeling that you want to create for this month. And then you can always assess and see where you are next month and what you want to, what you want to do next month. Right. Exactly. So Jackie, this has been great. Where can people find you? For starters, if you're on Facebook, I'm really, that's my main platform that I am all over. Just let's be friends on Facebook. Cause I'm doing actually the month of November is a high vibe. November. I'm going mm. live at eight o'clock every morning in November. You can always, if you're catching this a little later, you can always go back and just scroll through, but let's be friends on Facebook. Um, message me anytime with anything. Um, but I also have um, a free group on Facebook called Destiny Makers Rise Up. And oh. that group is where I do a lot of my um, coaching as well. But this month I decided to on my personal page just because I wanted to impact as many people as possible. Oh, I love that. I love that. So If anyone out there wants to connect with Jackie, please find her on Facebook on her personal page. Those links, that link is in the show notes. So feel free to check that out. Or you can go over and join her free group, Destiny Makers Rise Up. Is that right? Yes, you got it. Okay. You got it. That that link is also in the show notes too. So you have, you know, both of those ways that you can connect with Jackie. So Jackie. So awesome to sit here and, and chat with you. Um, I really appreciate you sharing your story and just kind of where you were and how you've, not really how you've changed everything, because I think we're always in the process of doing that, but just, you mm-hmm. know, just offering such a, you know, 
a, a very a simple perspective, but a perspective that I think so many people need to hear. So thank you. You're very welcome. And it was my pleasure. And thanks for having me. Oh, awesome. Anytime. I'll have to get you back for a future episode. And so if yes. out there yes. is listening and wants to connect with Jackie again, please reach out to her on Facebook or find her in her free group. And you can find both of those links in the show notes. And you can also join me and my free Facebook group, Living Your Ultimate Life Through Fitness and Self-Care. We do all kinds of things in there. We do, I'd usually do a weekly show in there. And then we're also doing, we're going to be doing a lot of challenges in the new year. I just finished my signature five-day Body Moxie Fitness Challenge, and I'm going to be doing another one for the holiday. So stay tuned on how you can join us for that. Uh, We're going to be doing a lot more uh, challenges and right from your phone. So you'll have an app that you can download to your phone and you can simply um, join us right from there. And just, you know, every day make a point of challenging yourself to do something a little bit different. And before I sign off too, I just want to, again, tell you how grateful I am for all of your support. Um, And for those of you that continue to follow me and share my message, um, I could not do it without you. We are heard around the world. And every week uh, we reach more and more people. And I know that I couldn't do all that without you. So I just want you to always know um, how important that is to me, but also just how incredibly grateful I am. You know, when I started, I started my show, um, you know, I really didn't know how it was going to go. I just knew that I wanted to get on the air and, and talk about, you know, these relevant topics related to how we take care of ourselves. And this is where I am now, almost two and a half years later. So Um, Just know that every single download, every single time you share an episode, every single time you talk to somebody about what we do, it all matters. And so thank you uh, from the bottom of my heart for it all. This is Allison Katzkowski with The Ultimate Journey of Self-Care. You are one step closer to living your ultimate life. So make it a good one.